Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Standing through the screen in this brand new studio is Daniel. Hello, hello. Welcome, Daniel. And you're saying you like your new studio? Yeah, so far so good. It's just weird that uh, that you what you see behind me. Uh, you see is that the bathroom space? Yeah, that's the fucking bathroom. There's no door between the bathroom and our. Oh, room. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're gonna want to invest in candles then. I yeah, I that's why I told Shiloh, I'm like, can we put like a bead door up? She's like, a bead door. I'm like, look, I don't like bead doors, but I want some form of separation Something, because I don't yeah. like making eye contact with you while you're sitting on the bed and I'm taking a piss or a shit. Yeah, jeez, wow. <laughs> Luckily, there is at least like the privacy wall. So technically, I don't have to make, like there is no eye contact. She can't see me just full on taking a dump. But at the same time, I'm just like not super thrilled about that design. Yeah, really? Is there at least a window in there? No. No window either. So man, yeah, you're gonna have to invest in candles. It's like... It's, oh. well, it's, it's, yeah, there's like. You gotta have a window in the bathroom. I don't know. That, to me, that's just a must in the design process. So you see? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. And then the back door, that's the closet. Just linen closet, tiles. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So I'm like, it's just a weird design. So I was like, I like it. And I'm like, you like it because it makes the room feel bigger? Because it's actually small. The room's smaller than our room was at the house but i'm like if you put a door there it makes it feel super small but i also would rather have a door than open space where i just shit and then walk two feet <coughs> to my bed yeah, you, you want to feel like you actually left the bathroom yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so i was talking to Shiloh, like maybe we can put like up like some curtains or something i don't, I don't know just yeah, like something that looks nice between the, you walk through three doors to get from the bathroom to my room. So it feels like you officially have left the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, we had a bathroom in our room, but at least there was a straight up door that we could close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a... No, it's not perfect. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit weird, a lot smaller. I think we lost like 500 square feet. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just an adjustment. Not too bad, though. There's actually a really cool nature trail next to us, which I was exploring the other day. That was oh, nice. That's nice. Oh, cool. But yeah, yeah, anyway. Welcome to the Movies and Poop Podcast. Ta-da. This is Daniel's new home, everybody. Daniel's new home. <laughs> All right. Property well, Brothers. <laughs> so, well, today is a... I'm excited for this one. We're talking the 20-year anniversary of the John Cusack film, High Fidelity. So 20? sit back. Relax, grab a drink, and let's uh, talk some music. Oh, yeah. Well, Daniel, do you have a beer on your end this week? Yeah, I do. I have what is called the Lucille IPA by, what is this, Georgetown Brewing from Seattle. Cool. So I'm drinking a new one from Breakside. Hey, you know, for everybody judges, at least it's a new Breakside one and not just another same old, same old. This one is called Two Times Dry Hop Breakside IPA. Never had it. Opening it right now to taste it for the first time. Nice. Mm. Oh, that's good. I like that. 
Yeah, this is definitely patio beer too. But yeah, that's good. Nice. Cool. Yeah, they come in uh, four packs of can uh, cans, the pint-sized cans. You get four packs. I think it was like 15 bucks or something like that. But hey, not too shabby. It's not too bad. Little yeah. on the spendier side, but not too bad. Yeah, 325 a can for a pint. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I say that, but I definitely spend that much or more going to the beer store and making my own little special four-pack. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there any movie news out there, Daniel? Anything that's yeah, I don't, out there? I didn't have any movie news this week. My, Yeah, the news feeds have been clogged with other things, but I haven't really seen any big movie I, news. I guess the, the big thing that happened in the last couple of weeks was um, HBO Max launched. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I kind of I don't know, new stream service launches every week. It feels like, but yeah, HBO Max launched and it's got some cool stuff on it. I'm not like it's not a super impressive lineup yet. I mean, but it just launched, but it's uh, got so, a lot of cool throwback stuff. So I have it on my phone here, and I'm actually pretty excited. Um, I to this day have never seen Sopranos. I got that on my list. Never seen Kirby Enthusiasm, so that's on the list. Right. Um. I was hoping to watch it before today, but I'm going to try to watch it between by next time. Andre the Giant documentary it's supposed to be uh, really good. With on, is it the Dinner with Andre one, or is it a, the other one? It's just a straight documentary that came out two years ago about Andre the Giant. Okay. Um, and yeah, of course, everyone's excited. Hey, Friends is on there. Woo! We got Friends. Woo! It's like woo! But, show that we've already seen several times. So I didn't know this was going to be on there, and this was a pleasant surprise. They have got. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. See, that's pretty cool. I haven't watched that show in a long time. Yeah, no, I, I, I've watched a few episodes already, and I'm just, I don't know, I was just, I couldn't believe it was on there. I haven't seen the show in so long. I just don't think, has it been on any streaming service? Uh, not that I can remember, at least not yeah. for a really long time. I feel like it used to be on Netflix, but that was like years and years and years ago. Yeah, I gotta say, what a cool, pleasant surprise, and yeah, I've been watching a few episodes, and I'm loving it. Nice. Just kind of getting started. There's been, some, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. This is like the low end, like of the low end price of the sets. He's uh, stapling, staple gunning like a poster of, of uh, Malcolm X to his wall when he first gets to Bel Air, and you can see the, every time he hits, hits the wall with the staple gun, you see the whole wall move. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty but, funny. Oh man, did boy did I, no? I did not know I was missing in my life. I did not know I was missing some uh, Uncle Phil and Will banter. Yeah, I saw you guys talking about that, and like I bet watching it now because I haven't seen it in years, not in like my real like adult life. So I'm sure there's a lot more to be picked up. Oh yeah, I mean I'm only again only a few episodes in, but man, it's it's just gonna get better too. Like we're in season one here, where things are starting to ramp up. It's only gonna get better. But yeah. Fresh print of belly, everybody. I gotta say though, as far as the app itself goes, I like it. It's a really good design. Um, I think it's so much better than that Disney Plus app. Like, Disney Plus is fine, great content, but just the layout of the app, I think a company like Disney could have been could have done so much better. I mean, it's a slick design, but the functionality is a little leaves stuff to be desired for sure. It, and that, that's really, the first thing I it noticed. Really does. When I download the HBO Max app, I'm like, this is actually a pretty slick, pretty easy to use. Like, probably it, one of the better designs, if not one oh, of the, it, the best. It really is. I think um, HBO Max and Netflix are kind of tied for best, easy use, everything. 
best yeah. look, best ease of use. But yeah, those two for sure. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I guess that's our uh, new segment here. HBO Max is out, everybody. Well, actually, uh, there's one more. I forgot about uh, this until just now. Oh, nice. Disney updated The Simpsons so you can get it in its original aspect ratio. Oh, I heard about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like what, the 4-6 aspect ratio? I went yeah. in and changed it so it automatically will do it for the earlier seasons, obviously, that were on tube TVs. And eventually it just switches over, obviously, when you get into the HD era of The Simpsons. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, I don't mind watching it boxy. And if it's less stressed out and I can see more of the side gags, sounds good to me. Hey, makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching that. I'm still in season two of that. I need to get back and start watching more. But yeah, it's been fun just kind of watching The Simpsons, the evolution of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I think I'm getting to the episode where he meets his brother for the first time. Well, I, well let's move on here then. And anything you've seen in the last couple of weeks? I know you've been busy moving. Yeah. Something I already texted you about, but I'm going to mention it because holy shit. I rewatched Galaxy Quest 1999, 21 years old now. Holy shit. That, I remember really liking it when I was a kid. There's so much funny banter. There's so much funny like tropes from like Star Trek that they're making fun of. And just Sam Rockwell is in there, who I obviously di- I didn't know who he was the first time I saw it. <laughs> but I didn't even realize, like, because like the only one I remember, like Tim Allen, I didn't remember Alan Rickman was one of the characters. Yeah, at the time when that was, in, I saw it in theaters, and I had no idea who Alan Rickman was. I vaguely knew Sigourney Weaver from watching the first two Aliens, but that was about it. Yeah, I know. I like Sigourney. I didn't even realize Sigourney Weaver was in there because again. I was a kid when this came out. I hadn't seen Aliens yet. And so to have her in there as like... And she's like wearing that like blonde wig and everything too. Right, but just like having her play like kind of like... I mean, it's so funny because her whole job in the TV show is essentially repeating back to the captain what the computer says. Mm -hmm. And when they're actually like in the ship and she's doing it, everybody's getting annoyed. It's like, could you just not do that? She's like, I have one goddamn job on this entire ship, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's so funny. I, is, God, I haven't seen this movie in you. Is it streaming somewhere? No, I had to rent it, but I'm just like, it just, I'm glad I did. I just didn't know what to watch. I, just I, I like to watch like, that, and they've got, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now, they've got a documentary about the movie. Yeah, I know. I need to watch that. It was actually that documentary that kind of reminded me of the movie, and then I just, I was home alone the other day i'm like you know i'll just i'll just watch this it sounds fun and i had a blast laughed from start to finish never surrender that's what it's called yeah i need to watch that so yeah this last week um i don't know i guess i've just been working mostly nights so i haven't watched too much fresh prince of bel-air has been about what all i've been watching so that's all i got (laughs) nice if you got hbo max check it out it's amazing Oh, yeah. I know. I'm trying to just get catch up on the HBO shows that are already kind of out. Righteous Gemstones is super good. I've heard really good things about Westworld. I'm looking forward to trying that show. Yeah, I need to get through that. I watched part of the first season, but I need to pick that back up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Curb is the first first one I'm going to really start trying to get into. I've heard great things about that show. But yeah, it's fun. I mean, although I own the whole series on DVD, it's fun to have digital um, access to Entourage. Yeah. Great fucking comedy show. Plus, you can jump around easier. (laughs) Yeah. So looking forward to that. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for HBO Max. 
I'll just mention real quick, there is a Hugh Jackman movie that HBO actually put out before HBO Max launched called Bad Education. I've heard of it. Which looked pretty good. I haven't watched it yet, but heard a lot of good things about it. So keep that on your radar. I mean, it's in there. Huh, I'll have to look for it. All right. Well, shall we uh, get into our main movie here, Daniel? Yes, let's do it. Fidelity, celebrating its 20-year anniversary, starring, what a cast, I forgot how many people were in this cast, Daniel, pull it up here, so we have John Cusack, uh, his sister Joanne Cusack is in it, you've got Jack Black, Todd, um, Luizo, I think is how you say it, I don't know, he's got a weird last name, uh, the only thing I've ever seen that guy in was he was the nanny in, um, Jerry Maguire. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's the other guy that works in the record store. That's hilarious. I didn't recognize him from that. Catherine Zeta-Jones, I had no idea who she was when I first saw this movie. And then, yeah, Tim Robbins, same thing. <laughs> what a great surprise those seeing those two in this work. I know, I'm just like, I recognize him. Who is that guy? I'm like, holy shit, it's Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. It was so much fun revisiting this movie. It's been, it had been too long. Because I saw, I remember seeing this movie back in theaters back in 2000, and then I think I saw it like probably rented it or something like 2001 or something like that, and I don't think I've seen it since. Why? I have no idea. I'm like, why does this movie not sit on my shelf? This movie is a must own to me. But yeah, yeah. it was so much fun to go back and revisit it. But I want to hear what you who have never seen it, I want to hear, Daniel, what your thoughts are. Okay. So, one, I was really excited to watch this movie because one, like, I had. Heard about it, you know, just one of those movies, 2000, I was, well, that was 20 years ago, I was six. I'm not watching this type of movie when I'm six, yeah. but... Um, Our parents were like, do not let your brother watch this. Oh, I'm sure. But no, I was, I had recently, it came up more things that I needed to get to because the prem, I knew the premise, sounded like something I'd enjoy. I usually like that type of movie. It was when the Hulu series launched and i'm like i really got to watch the movie because i heard the series is really good but i would definitely like to see the movie that the series is based on you know so that kind of brought into my mind when we talked about it, i'm like yeah let's do that because i really gotta just watch the movie and i love john cusack i mean gross point blank is a movie that i've seen a ton of times and it's just a no, that, that, that's a davis family favorite yeah so and again joan cusack i'm like oh yeah of course like they're kind of like she was almost always in his movies I think they've done at least eight movies together, maybe a few more. Yeah. She was but, in Rose Point Blank as a secretary. Yeah, I remember that. That's a great role. But yeah, no, so watching it, I was just like really, really enjoying myself. Like I loved the I loved that they're they fucking he owns a record store. He's kind of a douchebag. Well, he's kind of a douchebag and an asshole, but a douchebag as the the like kind of like music elitist. Mm-hmm. Or at least more, more that falls on Jack Black's character, like his two employees. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, I don't fucking care, but also still sometimes gets on people's cases about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also love that. And then he's just like a fucking self-loathing, like, loser from time to time, especially like when he's going through all his breakups and stuff. 
which, I mean, is, I, which is terrific. Though. I, that whole sequence is just so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, so I was not expecting half what the movie had to offer, especially on like the limited like frame of reference as like the general plot of him going through like his exes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really fun. It was really enjoyable. It's like way funnier than I remember too. I mean, maybe at 16, 17, whenever I saw it for the first time, I was just, right. I, wasn't, I didn't have that kind of life experience yet to really appreciate it. Right, exactly. It's something that you don't really appreciate till you've gone through several relationships. Right. You've now fallen been, in love several times. Got your heart crushed times. And had my heart crushed and had breakup stories like his. It all makes more sense now and is a lot more funnier. And a lot more relatable. I, there's no way I'd be able to relate to this guy at six had, years old when this movie had, came out. At 16, it just, I remember seeing it and thinking, like, oh, that was a good movie. But, yeah, now seeing it now, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Again, I'm like, why does this not exist? Why don't I have this on my shelf? This, Plus, I do enjoy the musical aspect, too. Like, I was right making notes and looking up uh, some of the bands they were talking about yeah. while I was watching it. I'm like, oh, cool. Hell, yeah. And oh God, Jack Black is hilarious in this movie. And I think this is the first time I ever saw Jack Black. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know he was in the movie when he showed up. I'm like, oh shit, oh that's great. And he, I didn't write down any of his lines, but he got me a few times. He had some just, funny lines. <laughs> he had some funny lines, and he's just like the music nerd elitist that just keeps turning people away. Like the guy who comes in looking for a record for his daughter, he's like, try the mall, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Your daughter has horrible taste. <laughs> yeah, it's just hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, in a nutshell, I had a great time watching this movie. I literally was like, oh, I hope Best Buy has this so I can just go grab a copy right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they do, or do they? They don't. They have it listed, but it's not in store, so I'd have to order online. I think on Amazon, though, you can get, I, I don't know about Blu-ray, but I know on DVD, you can get it uh, a gross, gross point, point blank, blank. high yeah, fidelity two pack. two pack for like. I saw that and bucks. I'm like, oh, if only it was on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of over buying DVDs. I want it to be Blu-ray and up, but I might make an exception. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, technically, Lily like- Taylor was in this. She was uh, his girlfriend that uh, you know they'd both broken up with people. I-, I love that whole sequence though. So let's just—he's got <gasps> the first she from, girlfriend. Like mall rats and stuff. She, uh, I know her from Six Feet Under. She was in, she and Kuzak were in Saiyan thing together. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sorry, I could not figure out, I didn't look it up who the woman, like his ex-girlfriend Laura was. But I'm like, she just looked so familiar. Oh, Laura, I'm talking about Sarah. So Laura, the one Uh, that he's trying to remain, you know, get the relationship to back up and going again with. Yeah, she was in a movie called Defiance with the, um bond what's his name daniel, daniel craig. craig but other than that i don't think i've seen anything else she's been in yeah okay. Catherine zia jones joanne kuzak were the tim robbins were the main ones i knew L- uh lily taylor though she's been in she wasn't saying anything she was the one you know his friend that was heartbroken over that guy that would write all the songs about the guy like that'll never be me that'll never be me <laughs> nice that's mainly what I remember her from. And then she was in, I think it was season three of Six Feet Under. Which, hey, with HBO Max, you can now watch Six Feet Under. I know. So I need to watch that show. I think you'd like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just love, like, the first girl is like, went out for six hours. 
spread over two, three days. Three days, yeah. Two hours making out under the bleachers, and then fourth day, boom, some other guy. And I like how we find out later when he makes the phone call to her mother that she ended up marrying that guy. Yeah, her first boyfriend. No, no, that was me. I'm number one. Uh, okay, I'm hanging up now. <laughs> just... So funny. And then who who was next? Was the the Zia Jones character next? Or no, no. Next was the gal that uh, you know he was still in high school at the time, and she wouldn't put out. <laughs> that oh, I feel right. you feel bad for the character, but at the same time, it's so funny because she goes in for a kiss, and he turns his head sideways. And he's like, "What's the point?" Never goes Jesus. anywhere. You know, I've actually had that exact. Re- well, not that. Not the situation, but a girl going for a kiss, and I just kind of dart my head over, and she kisses my cheek. I'm like, yeah, all right, see ya. <laughs> but that was after a one-night stand. <laughs> What's the point? There it goes. <laughs> Got a little bit different context. Yeah. So it's funny. But then she, he finds out later that she broke, she lost her virginity and slept with this guy for three dates. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, what the hell? No. But I like, I do like how he eventually goes back through and they're all, and I like her was like, what the fuck are you talking about rejection? You rejected me. Fuck you. That <laughs> was good. Like, oh, that's right. I should have done this years ago. So funny. It's like, oh shit, she's got a point. Yeah, uh, I was like, stop being such a self-loathing asshole. You screwed me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, some favorite parts of this movie. I mean, it's all just so good, so funny. Like er- all the interactions with him and his, uh, you know, Jack Black, and uh, the other guy. What is the other guy's name? Dick. So Dick and Barry are their names, and just all their interactions in the record store are just hilarious. Yeah, I know. I wrote down several little like, I I wrote down several little notes throughout, like some favorite scenes, favorite lines. I mean, one of my favorite lines I'll say right now was after he got, uh, let me see. Oh, it was his breakup with Charlie. Like, essentially, like, the one that got away. Like, oh, the essentially his manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But I like, it's like, after Charlie broke me, I lost it all. Faith, dignity, about 15 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that line was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, uh, I know, I don't have them written down. There are so many good lines in this movie. Let me see. I've got IMDb up here. Maybe I can pull up some of them. Oh, his opening line, what came first, the music or the misery? Oh, yeah, that was great. I'm just like, yep, my teenage self feels that. Right? (laughs) Just like, I have very specific memories of being miserable listening to very specific songs in high school. (laughs) I like top five things I miss about Laura. One, sense of humor. Very dry, but it can be also warm and forgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of the lines that I felt really hard when, I, when, he's ta- when John Cusack is talking to his mom and he's <laughs> just like, well, talking to his mom about his current breakup, she asks him, what are you going to do about it, Rob? And he's like, I'm going to drink a bottle of wine, I'm going to watch TV, go to bed, and then I'm going to go to work. And I'm like, oof, isn't that just, like, that felt <laughs> pretty fucking, just like, oh, I fucking feel miserable, but I still have to fucking go to work tomorrow. <laughs> right? What does she keep, what does she repeat to him? 
She 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 repeats the same thing over and over to him. Like oh, she's like oh, you move in, she dumps you. You move in, she moves in, she dumps. If she leaves you, like something like that. And it's like goodbye, mom, or screw you. I don't know. He was like. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, no, honestly, I loved all the characters. I kind of like the little journey that John Cusack goes on. Oh, it's great. And well, what's, I think what's fun, too, is, I mean, spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie, but, you know, it's not about him getting over this fifth girl and moving on and finding somebody new. Like, let's say the singer. Like, I think watching it for the first time, everybody thinks, oh, he's going to end up with the singer girl. Right. She ended up just being a one-night stand, but but you know him working his relationship out with Laura, and then them being back together by the end of it, I thought was good. Yeah, I, I think traditionally you would think, uh, whatever, he's gonna mope over her, and then yeah, maybe he and this uh, what was that gal's name, the senior girl, they're gonna end up together though and live happily ever after. And you know, I'm kind of glad it went the way it did though. Yeah, you know, I do like that because there's some like the, how you think it's gonna be is like, oh, he's gonna try and better himself for the next relationship but it actually is a nice like change of pace because usually that's how it works like oh i lost this one but i'll be better for the next one but mm-hmm. in this case he's just like you know what? i need to fucking fix myself so i can get back this relationship that i actually really care about yeah Lisa. and i also like this felt like it has rom-com tropes without feeling super like cheesy rom-com but this was also before it was way too played out i guess too yeah, um, well, this is like Say Anything, though, which is like one of my favorite, like, quote-unquote, love stories ever. I mean, as far as if you want to put it in the category of rom-com, it's the same thing. It's just, I don't know, a more adult version of it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it doesn't feel like a rom-com, but I feel like it is, or it could be classified as a rom-com. I'm not really sure what to call it. But it, you know, it's... I just, I just call it a good comedy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it had me laughing. I was laughing several times throughout. Oh, gosh, yeah. I know, and I'm, like, watching this all by myself, too. I'm like, damn, I need other people to laugh with. Like, this sucks watching it by myself. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, because he goes through, like, I love how he, like, reconnects with all of his exes, and, like, some of them put him in his place, and sometimes he makes the realization. Like, I honestly, one that hit hard for me was when he meets up with Charlie, goes to her dinner party, and by the end of it, he's just like, she's horrible. She's mean. Yeah. She's just like rude to everybody. Like doesn't have anything nice to say. And he's just like, how the fuck did I like gloss all that over in my mind? And I'm like, oh, I've been there. I think everybody's been there. It's like, yes, this person is perfect. She's also extremely hot. So it's like, it just like puts on goggles and you, you don't see everything else. Well, yeah, it's also like they met, like th- that was his like college sweetheart. So it's kind of like, yeah, college kids aren't the most aren't I, the I nicest. Used to, I used to love they're they're together on the couch after the party. It's like, so why'd you dump me? Oh, jeez, you are one of those guys, right? You're just you're going through this part of life where you're just like, what? Like, trying to find the answers to things, right? Or the meaning of like, what? Whatever. What does she say? It's kind of like trying to find the meaning in everything, essentially. Yeah. He's like, like, yes, that. I am, and I want to know. And I do really appreciate that the movie does not gloss over him being like they don't treat him like oh poor john cusack oh no poor rob he's just down on his luck he's like no he's essentially laying in the bed that he made for himself and it doesn't shy away from showing that yes he does you, you do feel sympathy but you also it shows you like yeah he also kind of fucked himself up because he's also kind of an asshole <laughs> yeah 
I don't know if I classify him as asshole per se, but I mean, he even says it like but, when. But he takes responsibility for his actions. He right, knows it is which his is fault. more than a lot of people do. Exactly. <laughs> but he does like I do like how he's using like when they were go. Okay, one of my favorite. I mean, I don't. Okay, I gotta say one of my favorite scenes, the ones that I laugh the most about, is how like Joan Cusack. I forget like her character name, like Liz or Liv or something. Liz, yeah, I think it's Liz. He was just like, I'm like, hey, you know, like, I'm sorry about that. How are you holding up? The next thing you see her is, you fucking asshole. Yeah, and you're like, he, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then as he's talking, he's just like, so I'm assuming they got down to talk. And she probably told him two to four things and lists out all these really horrible things he's either done or said throughout the course of the relationship. And I think that's hilarious because, again. I guess that part does make him an asshole. I, well, that's the part that he calls himself an asshole too. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just like, and then he gives like a little bit of backs, like his side of like those events too. Afterwards, I thought that was fucking hilarious because just sitting down, and be like, okay, so here's why she probably changed her mind about me. <laughs> I mean, I, that was hilarious. I think of a. I, I guess one, one part I liked too, and I had completely forgotten about this, was the uh, Skater Boys that were also a band. Yeah. I completely had forgotten about that. And that was kind of cool how we see him go in a new direction, like, well, I'm going to produce a label for you. You know what? We're going to get this off the ground. Your Fuck music it. sounds good. Although you tried to rob me, your music sounded good, and we're going to do something about this. Yeah. And I was actually unsure. Like, it seemed like they weren't going to come back into play after the first interaction, because after... He's robbing. He's like, who are you stealing for? He's like, those are for us, man. He's like, no. Because he's like, we're looking at him like, oh, this is all pretty respectable music choices. So I still think that's funny that even that they were trying to rob him, he's getting it back. He's like, no, oh, at least they listen to good music. Right. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. I, I do like the whole, I like that he's a record store owner. I think that's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. His apartment, you know, full of records as well. And it is kind of funny how he instead of numeric order alphabetical order arranges his records like basically like i guess it's time bought or something like timeline as far as like when he bought them yeah that was fun uh trying to think uh i couldn't do that with all my cds (laughs) yeah i just put i put all mine in alphabetical order yeah mine are just sitting in a box (laughs) yeah same here but I'm like, I spent way too much money on this. I'm not going to get rid of it. Kind of have a hard copy. Yeah. I mean, I still like that. Um, I, do, I, I do like, too, that, you know, it's still 2000. Although records are the central thing, you still have CDs and tapes on the outside of the store. Records and vinyl is just the center of it all. Right. So that, that was kind of cool. And yeah, I guess the book, so this is based off a book. I guess the book t- took place in London. And you know it's obviously Chicago in this one, but right. yeah, I think the uh, I think I saw something where the writer of the novel said, "Hey, you know what? It's fine if it they just want to change the locations because at the end of the day, here's the story I'm trying to tell. It's not based on geography. If they want to tell it in Chicago, then hey, that's cool." Yeah, and it worked. It totally worked. at first. I thought they were in Brooklyn they, or Queens. I mean, I thought they were in Queens, New York at first but they eventually see enough things like oh wait no they are in chicago okay 
Yeah. I forgot. I didn't really pay attention to where it was actually, because they mentioned it at the very beginning, and I don't really think they bring it up that much. Yeah, I'm trying to some other funny parts. That I, love. I love when he jump, sees uh, Laura and jumps behind the bench. Yeah, and just jumps into fucking mud. soaking rain. It's muddy. She's like, you got to come out from back there. Check I need. Yeah, get in the car. Come on. And I don't know. There's some good part. I, I love that, you know, they're, she doesn't take him back immediately. He has to work for it. She has to kind of discover that she does love him. I love I love that whole thing. It's not you know nothing's easy. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like it's not it's not very romantic. It feels more relatable and real than just like of course I'll take you back. I love you. Be like exactly. Like she even's like don't you love me? He's like she's like I kind of hope I don't because this would make it easier. You know like yeah right. you do, they, they do both work through stuff. And, you know I also really thought that the time like you know they're kind of like having this weird back and forth you know and then like she calls him she's like my dad died like you know like probably one of the first people she called just because you know like they have the history they just broke up yeah i mean i can relate i guess to that uh there's a situation where broken up with a girl and one of my best friends died and even though her and i were done i still text her i think and just let her know what had happened yeah because you, need, like, you needed something familiar to know what had happened i guess yeah like it, i think that's very cool interesting and not a lot like still nope. again very relatable and very real parts of relationships that you know you don't usually see in movies at well, least you I, know. I, I, I actually gotta say i love the part too when they they go park and she's like my dad used to bring bring us up here wherever that place was a park i guess yeah and she's like did he have sex with me? He's just like, what? I mean, like, I just need to feel something other than this pain right now. Like, something. It's either you have sex with me or she says something like, or I go home and stab myself with a knife. Like, uh, No, I, I actually love John Cusack's, like, follow-up to her because she's like, either have sex with me or I'm going to go home put my hand in a fire. Or you oh, could just right. put cigarettes out on my arm. And he's just like, well, I was saving those last cigarettes for later. <laughs> so I guess... Well, I only had five left and I saved them. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I don't want sex with you because I don't want to waste my cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, total uh, asshole thing to say, but hilarious. Uh, so funny, though. <laughs> well, I only had five left and I saved <laughs> Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess one of the last lines that I wrote down that I can't really fit in, but like, it was actually towards the beginning. Like, one of my favorite lines was when you first meet his two employees, like Jack Black and the other guy. <laughs> oh, and he just kind of looks at the camera like, I can't fire them. I hired these two guys for three days a week, and they just started showing up every day. That was four years ago. <laughs> and that, I don't know why that like line just was hilarious. Which also kind of tacks onto, I was not expecting the fourth wall breaks in this movie at all. Not something I'd ever heard about. Yeah, just, I and forgot about that, but I, I think it worked though. I liked it. I liked yeah, it I liked so it often too. to kind of like get with the audience and kind of like communicate to us a little bit. I, I thought that was cool. So let's talk to Tim Robbins a little bit. His character, Ian, I thought was just hilarious. At first, yeah, because when you first see him, he's, it's what's going on in Rob's mind as far as this guy making love to his girlfriend. Yeah. That, that was just hilarious and so it's funny um when 
he first talks about like we could hear this guy having sex upstairs and you know it's him and laura in the bed downstairs uh-huh. she's reading a book called love thy neighbor yeah i noticed that <laughs> anyway it w- just everything around me, like him and like being paranoid about them hooking up and stuff like that and you know him being a better lover than him i thought it was just great but what the scene when tim robbins comes into the uh Ian comes into the record store. I thought it was great. Yes, that of them like several. What like like there's at least three, four little like imagine like things he would like to do to him, and all of them I was just bursting laughing at those scenes. <laughs> My favorite is with the uh, Jack Black grabbing the AC unit out of the window. <laughs> yeah, I know that was my favorite too. <laughs> it's so like great. yeah, get him. <laughs> But what, what a funny surprise. What a funny cameo. <laughs> Speaking of cameos, Bruce Springsteen. That was awesome. Oh, my God, yes. He's like, thanks, boss. <laughs> Again, so good. Like, there's so much love about this movie. I, like, the relationships are good. The music is fun. Like, the backdrop of the record store, I, just, I love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just a good time. Like, it's, like, pretty funny while handling a lot of serious subject matter. And it does it very well, I think. Oh, I think super well, yeah. Now, this is definitely, like, a solid A movie for me. Like, I I think it's great. And this is the type of comedy I like, too. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, super highbrow, but it's also not just, like, like, it's just, like, perfect amount of comedy with seriousness. And it's just flows really well i still love john cusack i think he's very likable yeah it's too bad we don't see him anymore yeah i don't know what happened but he just kind of started fading but i mean i i love him in general though like there's so many good movies that he's done over the years early stuff with like john hughes of course we were talking you know gross point blank is an all-time favorite of ours i mean i love that movie yeah. this movie is just amazing so yeah john cusack Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to get the double, even if it's on DVD, get the double pack of those two movies, Gross Point Blank, because it's so HBO Max had Gross Point Blank, but it went off at the end of May. Oh, really? Crap! Yeah. I added it to my. I did, I did too, and it's gone. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> I was so hoping to watch that. Yeah, has Shiloh seen that movie? No, but it's one that I'm just like Shiloh. Sh- oh, I've yeah. mentioned to it several times. Oh favorite. yeah, you got to introduce her to that movie. Maybe we'll do a throwback on that one. I don't know. But I don't know. I guess we can wrap it up here. I think we've talked, yeah, quite a bit of what high fidelity is all about. And now we can actually, now I can go and about love watch the TV show. Love, misery, and music. And yeah, I would like to go see the TV show now and uh, Zoe Kravitz, see what she's all about. I guess she's her character name is under the same thing. Yeah, they actually, her character name in the show is Robin instead of rob they call it rob for short i don't know i haven't i haven't watched the tv show i just was looking up things about the tv show and show that it her name's robin that's on hulu yeah that one's on a hulu series i should have been in more stuff than i thought i'm looking at her bio right now the only thing i've ever seen her in it was uh californication she was on an early season of that playing a teenage girl in a band yeah, yeah, you told me about that. But yeah, she was in Mad Max Fury Road, X-Men First Class. Oh, yeah, she was one of like the girls in uh and well, she was one of like the 
I don't know what to call them, but Angel like the... Salvador she plays. She, but yeah, I'm gonna have to check out this High Fidelity though. I would like to see it. it's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see what it's all about. Be pretty interesting to watch, I think. But yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely. This is on my must-own movie list now. Like, I need to get this and watch it again. <laughs> I might even watch it again before uh, my rental exp- uh, thing expires. We'll see. Maybe I don't know. Like I was watching, I went went across to get out and be like, "Hey, um, you need to watch this movie. Like, it's really good." Gavin. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I heard you laughing," and I'm like, "Yeah, I was. This is good." <laughs> Gavin, watch also, it with me, damn it! It also made me really want to watch School of Rock because that has Jack Black and Joan Cusack in it. Or <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of my favorite roles Jack Black did was that one. This one is hilarious, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I for, before we wrap up, I gotta love when the guy, the super like nerdy guy, comes in. He's like, "Hey, do you have this record? Yeah, it's right here. Can I buy it? I'm not ready to sell it this week." Well, that's what you said last week. And then yeah. he just walks off in a huff, and he's like, "Give you forty bucks for the album, sold." Yeah, the other guy, <laughs> give me forty for it. Sold. And I just one, love one how the he, other guy, like, you're, he was way too nerdy for this. I know, and I do like how that guy just like, you guys are just a bunch of fucking elitists. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, they are. And I'm glad uh, at least one of the characters called so them out. Funny. <laughs> I like that one a lot. So many good parts. I know, I just want to go watch it again because it's just so funny. You know, watch it it's so, it has so many good moments, it has so many quotable moments. Like, it's just, what well, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Check that out. Yes. Stamp All of, right. Stamp of well, let's wrap it up here. But yeah, that's our talk for high fidelity. I mean, if I had to grade this out, I'd give this one a solid A. Like, I just thought it was great. And it's funny. It's got some really touching moments. Great music all throughout. Great actors. Solid A for me. I'm just giving an A+. Plus. I had a great time. I laughed a lot. Like, a lot of, like, the things they were talking about, the relationships hit home. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Don't watch this. Yeah, don't watch this when you're a teenager. Watch it when you're 20, like 20 mid- years ago. This is a solid A. Now it's an A plus because everything hits home. Exactly. I'm like, watch it in your mid 20s to 30s, and you'll know exactly what the fuck is going on. Oh gosh, I know. Part of it's like, oh man, this is so relatable now. Like, no wonder I thought it was just eh when I was like 16. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. Dumb and Dumber and stuff was like comedies at the time. Liar, liar. Like those were my comedies, and I'm like, ah, that one was okay. But now, fast forward, I'm like, oh shit, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, like the quality movie sh- like stands up above Dumb and Dumber. I mean, still funny, but hey, I will always love Dumb and Dumber. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. That is an all-time classic. All right. Well, that wraps it up here. Daniel, where can they find us? You can find us online, movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think of High Fidelity, both the TV show and the movie. Because uh, we're definitely both, sounds like we're going to both check out the TV show. Yeah, I'm hoping in the next couple days, actually. I, I just finished a series, so hopefully uh, I'll, well, I guess Fresh Friends is my new series. I just started, but right. I'll High but That's Fidelity like a going to bed series. Like you can just it, it definitely, And that's what I've been doing. It's been like two in the morning watching an episode and falling asleep. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks, everyone, for downloading the podcast. If you like to hear, share with others. That helps the show grow. Visit us, yeah, at our um, Instagram page or Twitter. And, uh, yeah, just 
interact with us and let us know if there's any moves you want us to cover. Because, yeah, we're still not going to the theater. Yeah. Now we got HBO Max. There's a huge movie list that I just made. Yes, there is. All right. Well, hey, again, thanks, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers.